Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United's 1-0 defeat at home in the Champions League against Atletico Madrid. So it's 2-1 on aggregate. Away goals don't matter, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Um, And we are out of the Champions League. A lot of things to get into. Um, I don't think I'm going to be doing player ratings today. Because I haven't got a man of the match either. Because honestly, try and try and try and choose me a man of the match because I ain't got one. Um, I have done that once or twice before, where I've just like foregone the. I, I'll talk about the individual players, I, I suppose, but I'm not doing like player ratings and stuff um, because there isn't really any valid scores to give anybody. I think. Um, yeah, uh, so out of the Champions League, uh, so it'll be five years since Man United won a trophy, or well, next year it'll be six, if we win a trophy next season. Um, season's over, the season is over, um, because all we have left now is, what, ten league games or something? I'm not going to bother to look and count how many. We've got about ten league games left, and um, we're fighting for fourth. Of course, Arsenal have got their advantage over us, so we've got that to figure out, but no trophies this season. Um, I noticed a pattern as well after this game, which is if you take a look at the Champions League, Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, the first of those sets of games, which were knockout games, obviously we got through the group stage, the first of those games that were knockout games, we didn't make it past the first attempt. Uh, So like round one of the Carabao Cup, the first round or whatever of the FA Cup. And the uh, round of 16 um, for the Champions League. All of them. Just uh, we didn't we didn't knock anybody out basically um, in either of the three competitions. So yeah, um, look, a, a big reset is needed. I think um, you know a lot of these players need to go i did an episode you know a few days ago or last week or i think it was like mid last week where i did a who should stay who should go episode um there's a lot of players that are going to go anyway um some of these players tonight had their last champions league game for man united uh, ronaldo potentially cavani had his last game that was cavani's last champions league game for man united that was pogba's last champions league game for man united that was mata's last game Lingard's going anyway, but and he didn't play. And uh, yeah, um, possibly last time we'll see Ronaldo in a um, May United shirt in the Champions League. Obviously, he'll be playing probably next game, whenever that is. Um, but no, his 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 last probably unless he stays next season, which I don't see as likely, um, especially if we don't get Champions League football. Because um, Ronaldo ain't going to stick around for Europa League, and he certainly ain't going to stick around for Conference League. Um, in terms of the actual performance itself, I thought we were okay in the first half. We showed some fight in the first half, like some. Um, some of the players had a decent first half. I think Fred had a decent first half. I think McTominay had a okay first half. Um, I thought Delo was alright in the first half until the goal. Um, I thought Ronaldo was good. 
isolated. I thought, uh, sorry, I thought Ronaldo was bad, um, but isolated. Um, no, sorry, first half Ronaldo, I thought he was good, but isolated. Yeah, I was thinking about that one. Uh, and then Alanga and Sancho, um, I thought were bad and were isolated as well. But just didn't just didn't do enough. This team just didn't do enough. And I'll I'll get into the summary in a minute. But I'm so annoyed by the specific circumstances of their goal. And how that goal is ultimately what caused us to get knocked out of this competition. Um But um I also think now we didn't I, I'll never say like we lost this game because of the ref. But the referee needs to be investigated, I think. I'm not like I'm not trying to take the piss or whatever. I I genuinely feel like that's the case. Some very 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 questionable decisions, and decisions from the ref that were sort of okay. He gave that to them, but he didn't give a very similar thing to us. Why? You know, um, like the Bruno penalty, I thought was a penalty. Um, the Elanga foul, which led to the goal, I thought was a foul. Um, they had a few free kicks, which I think they shouldn't have had. And those things can really change a game. Obviously, a penalty is a pretty big thing that can um, obviously change a game as well. But, um, yeah, and like the Elanga thing, you know, if we get a free kick there, you can whip a cross in, you can score. Bruno foul, obviously, you can get a penalty, you can score the penalty from that. Uh, so I do think the ref had a part to play, but overall, I thought in the second half... We just deteriorated completely. And those, I tell you what, those last 25 minutes is some of the worst football I think I've ever seen us play. Um, Loads and loads and loads of misplaced passes. um, Really bafflingly awful decision making uh, from some of our players. Um... And from everybody, really, from 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 everybody, I thought I I thought in the last twenty five minutes everybody played badly. Um, it just I, I'm I'm just I'm a bit lost for words at this particular game because obviously yes, there's a chance that we could have won it, but I don't think the players tried hard enough. I don't think that they put in enough fight. And that's been... I've mentioned that a few times on episodes this season. I don't think that there was enough fight in this team. There's something wrong with the mentality of this team. And... It just... just some of those players just need to go. They just need to go. Um, and a lot of them will in the summer. I'm not saying those specific players... Who have got the bad mentality are going to go. But... Um, they do need to. Um, I think it's I I not now now that we're out of the Champions League and we can't win anything and it's just like okay what European football are we going to be playing you know is it going to be Conference League is it going to be fifth spot so we get Europa League is it going to be fourth spot and Arsenal mess up somehow or something happens to Chelsea although Chelsea have been winning as well because Liverpool and City ain't slipping away from the top two spots are they they're they're in a title race they they're they're in a business of their own they ain't worried about us. Liverpool and City. Um, so I think it's just a case of just watching these last 10 games. Um, seeing them out. And 
hoping Arsenal slip up or something happens to Chelsea. I think what what is happening to Chelsea is quite sad right now with all the sanctions and whatnot. But yeah, it's it's we're not winning anything this season. Um, we won't win any trophies until twenty twenty three at the earliest. Um, because that was our last chance, and you would have just thought that. These players know this is their this is their last chance to do something this season because okay if we finish top four and we qualify for Champions League I don't really consider that us doing something because that should be what we do by default every season and in certain seasons challenge for the title obviously that is way off but the the whole top four thing is just a default like that's what we should be doing so if we manage to get that that's not us like achieving something it's just us doing normal business um but these players knew going into this game like we we lose this the season's basically finished yeah so uh and and they, and they uh, you know to to try and get anything out of this game i just I, that, that second half was just it was something else, and those last twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes, like I said, maybe even thirty minutes, uh, it just looked like we had we it looked like we had no clue as to what was going on. So <sighs> that's my overall thoughts. But yeah, I'm I'm not joking. Like this referee needs to be investigated. I think because I don't know what the hell he was doing. This referee, um, but as I say, you know, if the referee ruins a few of your chances to score. Make more chances to score. You know. You should be making sure from your part. That you're making enough clear-cut chances. To win a game. And um, we didn't. Um, and even Atletico had a goal that was offside. So they could have beaten us by more goals. So. Yeah. Anyway that's my thoughts. And stuff. Like initial thoughts. Um, Right, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go into the summary. There's not a lot to talk about. There's the goal, which the goal needs some analysis itself. Uh, Then the substitutions, obviously the players that were brought on. Then we'll do our break and stuff like that. And then, I think what I'll just do is just then use the second half. You know, what I usually, um, the second half of the podcast that is, to do player ratings. Instead of rating the players, I'm just going to talk about them individually. uh, And just kind of give them a little thing each because I haven't got a man of the match and what do I even do with the player ratings because yeah so anyway let's talk about um Lodi's uh goal assisted by Griezmann a series of unfortunate events took place here uh so Elanga's running down the right wing can't remember who passed to him Elanga's running down the right wing he is fouled that was after the incident with Bruno which we should have had a penalty for um, and this is where the mentality problem ruined this game, really, because then we went on to concede the goal that got us knocked out of this competition through mentality issue. So Elanga's fouled. He's obviously going to be on the floor in a bit of pain because he's just been kicked in the back or whatever. Um, foul's not given, and then the players decide we're going to start moaning at the ref. Two, three, four, five of us going to start moaning at the ref. I know that Bruno and Ronaldo did it, and there was a few other players. I can't remember specifically who. Obviously, Elanga wasn't involved because he was on the floor. And then we do our normal stupid positioning thing, 
and the the, men- the mentality was just broken there for a minute where you know athletic the game is given as a play on um they took the ball they were told they could play on so they're going to our players get distracted start moaning at the ref literally just start moaning at the ref instead of trying to get the ball back um you're not in that situation you're not going to change the mind's ref the the, the ref's mind sorry um, you're not going to do it. He's given a play on. He's not going to VAR. He made that clear. And Atletico, or they're already down in our, they're already in our side of the pitch by that point. So we're in complete disarray because a bunch of our players are moaning instead of getting the ball back. And then they go from their box to the edge of our box to the right hand side. And then for whatever reason, our team decides it's going to be lopsided. Where everybody's positioned over on the left. It's a clear bit of space for them over there. Delo's not marking the right back. But then Maguire, Varane, Tellez not in position. Because they're all shifted basically. So that's not necessarily. I mean Delo is at fault kind of for this goal as well. But it's also a team thing where the whole team is shifted. You know. Um, for some reason. Because we seem to do that quite a lot. And I don't know why. And then yeah Griezmann sees like. Oh Lodi's in a bunch of space. I'm going to cross the ball over to him. And then Lodi goes. Huh. i got the ball in a bunch of space. I'll have to head this one. But hmm, no one's anywhere near me. I'm just going to head it in the back of the net. And. It's quite similar actually to the goal that they scored. In a way. Which was if you remember. A uh, ball was crossed into Jao Felix. And he looks behind him. So oh Maguire's nowhere near me. I've got a bunch of space. I'll have to head this one. But I'll I'll give it a go. Heads it in the back of the net. It's a really, really similar type of goal. But the difference with this goal is the team switched off. Completely switched off. Um, we were out of position. Team wasn't in defensive position. And Atletico rightly, you know, to their credit, thought, oh, there's a bunch of space on this side. We'll just whip the ball over there. And Lodi goes, you know... Alright, got the ball. No, no one's contesting me for the ball. I'm not in any sort of duel of any kind. And I'm just going to score this one. Um, and then there you go, one nil. That, that you know, just I think it was like just before half time, wasn't it? Forty uh, first minute. And I think really from then on, the team just switched off. Um, because we didn't do we we didn't really do anything in this game. I mean, yes, we should have had a penalty. We should have had a couple of other fouls. The Alanga one. Um, but no. We, aside from a couple of those things. Like. Varane had a header at one point. Alanga had like a. Really close chance. But it was like a. Blink of an eye sort of thing. Um, what other chances were there? No that was pretty much it really. Um. Bunch of crosses we put into the box, which didn't beat the first man. And I can't really remember any other shots that we had that were sort of like, oh, we could have scored that one. No, nothing, nothing, nothing really. Just after that Alanga foul, the team just switched off, went 1-0 down, and then that was basically it. So, <sighs> but that was half time. And then second half, um, subs on the 67th minute. Good timing. I like the subs before 70 minutes, so that's good. Matic on for McTominay. Matic should have started over McTominay. 
Rashford on for Alanga. Not quite sure how I feel about that. Um, you can see why that was made. You know, an attacking player brought on. Um, you should have maybe gone to a back three earlier, possibly. Taken off Maguire earlier. Um, there's five subs here to talk about. Or four in this bunch. And then one later on. Uh, Rashford on for Alanga. Pogba on for Bruno. I agree with that one. I thought Bruno was... Well, to say he was terrible would be just as fair as saying everybody else was pretty bad today. Then Cavani on for Fred. I agree with most of those. Yeah, the Cavani one here was slightly later. That was in his 75th minute, so a little bit too late. But Fred started falling away. McTominay was alright in the first half. Him and Fred actually were alright in the first half, but just really fell away in the second half. Um, Rashford on for Alanga. I mean, I don't really know what was up with Alanga and Sancho today. Like, if you're talking about the wingers, um, they just they just didn't didn't play well. Either of them really. Uh, Alanga had a few little chances here and there, maybe, but neither of them really actually did well, which surprised me. I expected a bit more from Sancho in this game, and I'll talk about him obviously a bit later. Pogba on for Bruno. Yeah, Bruno was annoying me with too many of his sort of Hollywood passes. Uh, moaning at the ref every ten minutes or whatever. Um, you just got at some point you just got to get on with the game, you know. Um, so I thought Bruno had a bad game, and then Cavani, yep, striker on for Fred. Good. Um, none of them managed to really do anything, but I thought the subs were pretty decent. Um, and then there's one later on. Uh, Mata, remember him? Remember one Mata? Hundred and forty grand a week he gets. He's played. Well, he's now played ten minutes this season. Um, actually, no, he's played fourteen minutes this season because he was brought on in added time in another game, which was five minutes. He was brought on at the eighty-fourth minute, so that's fifteen minutes. He's played fifteen minutes. One that we are on. The season starts in August. It's now the fifteenth of March. One matter. Which, not his fault. He's been earning 140 grand each week. He can't pick himself. He can't choose how much is in his contract. Has played 14... Let's, let's just say 15 minutes. He's played about 15 minutes of football this season. So that's... August, September, October, November, December, January, February... And we're halfway through March. Eight months of football we've played. Give or take. Each week in that time period, one matter has earned 140 grand a week, and he's played 15 minutes of football. It's just one of the few problems at this football club. Um, his contract runs out in the summer, so we'll get the 140 grand back. What we'll do with it, I have no idea. Hopefully, put it towards new players, which are desperately needed. Um, but he was brought on anyway for Harry Maguire, and. Instead of saving this for the individual player talk, I am very, very certain there is something dodgy in Harry Maguire's contract. There's no way that in Harry Maguire's current form, and unless you're like a championship team and you've not got a lot of other, uh, other great players and you've got a player who used to play for Leeds, uh, uh, Leicester, sorry, and plays for England, and unless you're some sort of like not very good, like bad team, 
which yes we are bad but you know what I mean some sort unless you're some sort of lower division team that hasn't got a lot of other options and you're like oh you know guys played for England captained Man United played for Leicester um there's no way that a top flight football team such as Manchester United would sense would sensibly pick this guy week in week out that that also goes for some other players as well. I think McTominay and Fred shouldn't get picked week in and week out. But specifically with how bad Maguire's been, because McTominay's not played as much recently. Specifically with how bad Harry Maguire's been this season, there's no way that there isn't something in his contract. And I have heard of things like that before. Um, I was speaking to a Chelsea fan once before, and he said that there was, I think, Ivanovic. Well, there was something in his contract. I think it was Ivanovic. I'm going to guess that whether it's because of his captaincy, whether it's because of his price tag or his wages, I think he's on like 200 grand a week or something. Um, I think there's something dodgy in Maguire's contract. Not because of him, probably because of whoever his agent is and the way the club negotiated that probably. Um, Because otherwise it just doesn't make any sense that this guy gets picked week in, week out. Unless he's injured or suspended, this guy gets picked week in and week out. And is never substituted until now. Um, yeah, there, there's some, there's something going on there which I I don't like. So, um, but yeah, it's good it's good to see Matter. I think he's still a good player. He's just not got the legs they used to have. And you couldn't expect Matter to go in there and start pulling up trees, so to speak. He's probably quite rusty as well. I mean, he's not played for how long? Um, it's the same issue you had with Donny Van der Beek, really. You know, when Van der Beek was used in two minutes every game, you're not going to get any momentum, are you? As as a player, you need to be playing somewhat regularly. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, but no, I thought Matt looked okay when he came on, which was only for about ten minutes. So, there we go. Anyway, that was the end of the game. There was some minutes added on and whatnot. Um, but there you go. So... Um, I'll talk about the subs and stuff and, and individual players in the next part of the podcast but before we get to that let's take a quick break <sighs> do some housekeeping see you in a minute hi there and thanks very much for listening today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. 
You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film. And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month. You can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, um, speaking of football stuff, we did a Gaming Talk podcast this week. How does that relate to gaming, you may ask? Um, We talked about FIFA 22, uh, which is the newest, obviously, sports game in the FIFA franchise. Um, Has removed Russia and some Russian teams. What does that mean for certain Russian players? We don't fully quite know yet, but um, they are removing... Or have already removed. I've not checked myself uh, if they if they have removed them yet. But they are removing uh, Russia, obviously, because of what's going on in the world at the moment, which I do not need to explain. So they did that. Um, we talked about PSVR two. Lots of information had dropped for that in terms of uh, air ventilation and uh, the design of the PSVR two headset and that sort of stuff. So we talked about that, and we talked about PlayStation's newest state of play uh, i also talked about some updates for battlefield 2042 my impressions or continued impressions of horizon forbidden west and my first impressions of uh, gran turismo uh, 7 so you can check all that out if you want to as well over on the superhero side of things we returned with another superman and lois episode uh, that's for season two up to episode seven that's for the cw superheroes superman and lois podcast uh, of course, there's the three two Tottenham win podcast they did as well for the United Cast episode. Uh, over on the film side of things, I saw a film called Turning Red. You might have heard of it, uh, which was released over the weekend on Disney Plus, which you can watch with a Disney Plus subscription. Um, although see it in the cinema if you can, because I would absolutely recommend it. I gave it a must see rating. I think it's one of Pixar's best films, and I thought that film was absolutely incredible. I really, really enjoyed Turning Red. Uh, over on the United Cars, the episode that I mentioned a bit earlier, I did a podcast called Who Should Stay and Who Should Go. So going through all of the players in the team and talking about uh, the ages of every player, uh, when their contracts actually run out, because there's certain players that will be leaving in the summer anyway, and uh, talking about who else should should stay and who should go. So there's that. Uh, we're still doing a Walking Dead podcast. Season 11, episode 11 is the newest one. We'll be covering episode 12 of season 11 tomorrow, so look out for that one. Uh, then I did a list called Top 10 Favourite Female Characters, which is obviously in celebration of last week's International Women's Day, which was very, very fun to do. That was really good. Um, did a Don't Skip review. Oh, sorry, I did a uh, the 4-1 Man City episode as well uh, for the United cast. I uh, did a Don't Skip review for DC's newest Batman film called... The Batman starring one Robert Pattinson directed by Matt Reeves. So I did a don't skip review for that. I did an episode called Ranting About YouTube Problems. Talking about various problems that have been issues on the platform for years. Um, On a viewer side of things. uh, Features and things that just don't work. So I talked about that. And that's pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Alright, I'm not rating these players. I'm just going to talk about them. I suppose. 
because uh, I haven't got a man of the match either. Um, De Gea, I thought he had a relatively good game, made a couple of really important saves. There was a shot they had from the edge of the box um, that could have made it 2-0. Um, so, yeah, that's De Gea. De low, um I thought, well, I thought everybody really faded in the second half, which I've already discussed. First half, I thought we did all right. Defensively, very questionable. Um, but the Lowe's game kind of ended when he was not able to contest the player that scored because he was the one closest to him. He's also the right back, so he should have been in that position. Like I said, the defence had kind of shifted to one side. Why? I don't know. Um, it's just something that we tend to do, apparently. We, we we like to give the opposition space to score in our goal, is what we like to do. So, there's that. Uh, Varane and Maguire. I thought Varane was one of our better players um, in this game, but still, you know, whatever. Uh, Maguire, I mean, what 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 can you say about Maguire at this point? I mean, you know, um, yeah, Maguire will be Harry Maguire. So, there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, Alex Tellers, I thought, really dropped off in the second half. He was one of the more notable players that dropped off in the second half. Um... For whatever particular reason, because I, I mentioned in the 3-2 Spurs win that I thought Tellers and Sancho were building a bit of a rapport, a bit of a relationship on that left-hand side, you know, a bit of a partnership. Well, that clearly weren't there today, was it? Um, because they both left each other very isolated. They weren't in communication. There wasn't really any overlaps that I remember that were successful. Tellers had pushed up the pitch at some points, but... Just, just a complete miscommunication between the pair of them. I don't know what happened there. Because um, I try to analyse what we do and don't do well in games. And try to come up with reasons. But I don't know why that happened. I, I don't know. Lack, lack of focus. Lack of, man, lack of mentality. Lack of concentration. Um, I don't know what happened with that. But that didn't work. Um, McTominay I thought did alright actually in the first half. So did Fred, but um, just faded away in the second half. Um, I thought it was interesting with McTominay and Fred in the second half because McTominay, Mc, McTominay, I felt, just faded away in the game, which is something he can tend to do. And Fred was still the one kind of trying to get stuck in, but doing it very unsuccessfully. So they kind of just were completely different players in the second half, but both of those things are not very useful. You know, fading away in a game and... Just not being good, um, I suppose. So, there's that. Um, Sancho, uh, I was surprised by Sancho in this game. I think he's still one of our better players. Um, now, look, I'm not going to be dramatic and be like, sell Sancho, he's terrible. No, obviously, that would be ridiculous. But, uh, may maybe he was due a bad game. Maybe he just was like everybody else in this game and just didn't concentrate. Sancho has been our best player for several games, but not today, you know. And just because he's one of my favourite players, which he is, I can't just automatically be like, oh, you know, he had a bad game, but he's one of my favourites, so I'm going to say he had a good game. It doesn't work like that. So I don't know what happened to Sancho today, but I don't know what happened to this team today. So make of that what you will. Yeah. Um, just, just continuously losing the ball, getting isolated. Um, I think it was both a combination of on the ball Sancho struggled for some reason. There was also no team support around him. Or 
Tellez or Delo or Alanga, you know, those wide area sort of players. I noticed that a lot of points those four players were just completely isolated for some reason. Um, and like nobody was running there to support. There was no. I tell you what, I haven't even mentioned the pass and move in this game. Goodness me, I don't know what we're doing with our pass and move. There were so many times I looked at what was going on when we we're in the attack, and I was like, "You, you, you've got." And the the attack just got really, really stale. And I thought, "You've got to just start knocking the ball around and moving. You, you've got to, you got to just move," because Atletico just sat there and they were like, "Sure, you just sit there and just don't pass." We're beating you anyway. You're the ones getting knocked out. We'll just sit here and just, you know, you don't know where to pass it, where to move. Sure, we'll just sit here and let you do it. Um, And they were very smart in that because they didn't really press us that much uh, in deep into their half. They, I mean, a couple of their players pressed, but um, when they sat back, it was just like, you guys, you lot don't know what you're doing. And we're just going to sit back and let you try and figure it out. And then once you try and figure it out, we're just going to stop you anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh god, um, it was a very, very annoying, very odd game to watch. Where it just, there's just no ideas. There's just no ideas. So, yeah, uh, Bruno Fernandez just annoyed me in this game. He was one of the players that moaned when Alanga got fouled. Um, just. Luster with his passing, just trying to do too much as well, and just didn't have a good game. Um, Alanga obviously should have had a free kick. Um, isolated, couldn't really do a whole lot. You can't blame Alanga quite as much still because he is still a young lad breaking through into the team. Still got to work on like you know decision making and stuff like that. But um, yeah, uh, Ronaldo. Um, Ronaldo did all right. I thought, and then obviously slipped away in the second half. Um, Odd thing I noticed with Ronaldo in the first half, it sort of stopped a bit in the second half. Why was he, why did he keep going out to the wings? Why did he keep going out wide? Because I noticed a few times actually where we had the ball near the edge of the box or like the, whether it was the middle edge or the left or the right edge or whatever. And Ronaldo was like waiting on the wing and it's like, okay, Ronaldo, You've just had like one of the best games you've had in a long time against Tottenham. Why aren't you in the box? Um, and why doesn't he like? You can't question Ronaldo's experience, obviously, but like, don't you know you should be in the box for the for these specific situations so that you've got somebody with a really good you know header on them and finishing ability so that we can pass the ball into you in the box to do something. Um. I don't know. I don't know why he kept drifting out wide. It might not be a Ronaldo thing. It might have been a tactical thing. If it was either, neither of those things make sense anyway. Um, you know, he's not that twenty-year-old fast winger that we signed. He's not that player anymore. Um, I I don't get what was happening there. I don't understand. So, yeah. But then I didn't understand a lot of things that we did in this game, or really any of the things that we did in this game, because it was a very weird game. So, <sighs> all right. Um, let's talk about the substitutions. Let me tell you first who was on the bench, which was like half of our team by the looks of things. Uh, Eric Bailey. I don't want to talk about that anymore because I am getting annoyed with Eric Bailey not being picked. And don't give me the injury excuse. He's been on the bench, fit as a fiddle, waiting to play for a long time now. So, you know, 
if he's not injured, then he's available to play, isn't he? So why has he been on the bench? See that that's the thing I'm talking about, right? Why would if the, if the situation with Maguire was normal, because uh, was Lind- Lindelof was on the bench as well. Um, was Phil Jones on the bench? He was on the bench. So we had three other centre backs. Obviously, Phil Jones is a bit like a different situation. I don't know how any any manager in a different situation would look at Maguire's awful form and looking at how he left the space for Felix in that first game's goal and think like, yeah, I'll pick Harry over Eric and you know Bailey over Lindelof. Like, how does that make any sense? Um, yeah, how does that make any sense? And like, he scored an own goal the other day. He was terrible against Man City. He, he's just he's been in really, really awful form. So, how can you look at? I mean, even Phil Jones, if you want to consider, how how do you look at Bailey Jones and Lindelof and be like, no, I'm going to pick Maguire. That's what makes sense to me. There's something in his. I'm telling you, this either it is Ragnick picking him and. And Carrick picked him, and Ollie picked him, over and over and over again, and all three managers just happened to just pick him for some odd reason, or there's something in his contract, because I don't know what I, I don't know what else, to, how else to a- explain that. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, um, Bailey Cavani, Heaton, these these are players on the bench. Sorry, uh, Bailey Cavani. Heaton Henderson, we love we love having two keepers on the bench. You know, we got I suppose because we because we're paying all of our goalkeepers so much, we got to just take them with us and not use them. <laughs> so Bailey Cavani, Heaton Henderson, Jones Lindelof, Lingard Mata, Matic Pogba, Rashford Wambasaka, and out of that lot, Cavani's going, uh, Lingard's going, Mata's going, and Pogba's going. Like contracts in the summer, and then from the main team. Um, none of them actually, apart from possibly Ronaldo. So, yep. Um, players unavailable. Nobody apart from the obvious other player. So everybody was available basically. Uh, nobody was injured, is what I mean. So, yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, Cavani came on, not too much to say there. Mata came on, did a couple of bits. Matic came on, did give us a bit more control in the midfield, which was what I expected. Uh, Pogba came on, couldn't seem to do much. Rashford came on. Oh, speaking of Rashford, by the way. Um, so he gets the ball in like the 91st minute, I think it was. The ball was played down to him on the right-hand side. There was about three or four players in the box, one of which was Ronaldo this time. He doesn't whip the cross in first time. Took a touch, turned turned around, and I think he passed it to Delo or something because Rashford was on the right hand side. Why didn't he whip? Because Rashford's right footed, you know. Um. I I I. I don't mean this in like a let's all be. Massively concerned, like like over like in terms of, Rashford's life, but. I think I think there's something up with Rashford, and and what I meant by his life, I don't I don't think it's some I don't know if it's some sort of like I, I don't know how deep it would go. Um, 
how, how deep it actually is but Something doesn't seem, and I'm not just, he's got the football ability. I'm not questioning his football ability because I know that he's got it. I don't think Rashford is okay. Um, And I did discuss four games ago or something about the Greenwood situation, Martial situation, Lingard situation, and how like we know that he's like friends with all of them. And he used to play with a combination of like, you know, Martial, Greenwood, James was there, obviously, rotation, Lingard was in rotation. All four of those were sort of in the front three rotation. Sorry, all, is that five players? I think it's five players. All five of them were sort of in the front three rotation in the 19-20 to 20 season. Lingard was getting played regularly, Greenwood was, Rashford was, Martial was, and so was um, the other one, uh, Martial as well. Um... I don't know if it's specifically that because basically he's not playing football with any of those people anymore. And I'm I'm not just talking about like, oh, your best friend left school and you're not playing football with him. I'm talking about like, obviously we know the Greenwood situation. Um, Martial's on loan in a different country. He's not even in the same country. Lingard is not being played regularly. And um, yeah, and obviously, well... It wasn't like friends specifically with Dan James because I didn't see him like hanging out with him and stuff. But obviously, James is at Leeds anyway. Um, but what I'm saying about like his mates who we, we we've seen like we've seen all over social media like loads of photos with Marshall and Greenwood and Lingard and Rashford and Rashford sort of hanging out. One of them's obviously in the situation that they're in. Lingard's not being played regularly. His contract's running out, and Marshall's in a different country playing football. That, I think, is probably affecting him. I also wonder if just, like... I, I still think part of Rashford's game... I I still wonder if he's worried about getting into collisions with players because of his back injury that he had. Maybe he's even still got a bit, got some of it left over. M- even if it's 5-10% of it, maybe he, that's still there. Uh, we know he was supposed to have had, I think it was back surgery before this season. So, like, in the summer of last year. I, we didn't hear much about that particularly. We know that obviously he was out for a long time. He did get fully injured and was out for a while. Maybe some of it is there. Maybe there's like a mentality issue. He's nervous about getting involved in collisions in case... Because his injury could come back and be worse. So I think there's prob- probably some stuff. And I'm not trying to give him excuses. I'm just trying to explain from, from my p- opinion, from my perspective. I don't think Rashford's quite okay. Um, because I, you know, the camera zooms in on him sometimes, his, his, his body language and attitude and stuff, he doesn't look okay to me. Um, and I will keep saying, you know, I think he should be used as an impact sub, I've been saying that for a long time. But, um, yeah, and it doesn't help that, okay, he's not actually in great form, he's not really scoring that many goals, he scored a few here and there in the last odd games here at the last few games and stuff um but yeah i don't think he's okay um and at this point there's not a whole lot to play for you might as well just like just send him on a vacation or something send him over to spain he could say hi to marshall or i'm not like i'm not joking about any of this or i'm not trying to take the piss or whatever i'm being serious um you know, just because we've only got top four left to play for, that feels unlikely because of the Arsenal situation. Just send him on a holiday or something, because 
I don't know. I, I I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I hope he's okay. You know, I I, I hope it, I hope he gets better. Um, but I don't know. There, there's definitely a just a nervous element to his game as well. Like he's not really trying to push the ball past players. He's not trying to get like stuck in. Um, he's very very cautious when he's trying to play as well. So. There we go. Anyway, that's it for the episode out of the Champions League. I don't know when our next game of football actually is. Let me look that up. That would be helpful, wouldn't it? Man United. Uh, so, Fletcher Madrid. Uh, there was supposed to be a Liverpool game at the weekend, but that got postponed. I think that's because Liverpool in the FA Cup. Remember the FA Cup? We were in that for one game. Um, who is it that knocked us out? Was that the Middlesbrough one? Or was that somebody else? I can't even remember now. Uh, 2nd of April. That's a bit of time away. Uh, half 5 against Leicester. So th- these are the games for the rest of the season. 2nd of April. Leicester at home. Leicester are in really bad form. Uh, Everton away. We always struggle against Everton, don't we? Uh, 9th of April. Norwich at home. 16th of April. Liverpool. That's probably that game that was postponed. 19th of April. I'll be a bit older by that point. Um, Arsenal 23rd away. That's going to be a big, big, big game, obviously, because of what's going on. Brentford at home, 2nd of May. Um, Brighton away, which we can tend to struggle in. Uh, 7th of May. Chelsea away. Sorry, at home. And then the last game of the season, 22nd of May, is Crystal Palace away. So, some big games in there. Um, So, if that's 2nd of April... We got about two and a half weeks. Yes, yeah, Tuesday the fifteenth today. Second of April is Saturday. Uh so this upcoming Saturday is the nineteenth, so that's about half a week or so. And then two weeks after that. So the United Cast will go on a little bit of a break for a bit. I don't have any like in between episodes planned, like the wageable one that I did and the um uh who should stay, who should go thing. I think I probably need a bit of a break from football after that disaster as well so yeah um plus i've got tons of video games to play so i guess i could just do that in the meantime um yeah that's that uh if any of you've got any thoughts feelings questions comments about today did you think anybody actually played well do you have a man of the match because i certainly can't even choose one did you think any players stood out what did you think of the goal that we let in what did you think of the ref what did you think he was dodgy because I certainly did do you also think there's something up with Maguire's contract because I can't think of any other explanation uh, let me know and um, what do you think's going on with Rashford do you think I'm right about that you don't have to agree on my points if you agree or disagree or somewhere in between let me know your th- feelings thoughts questions comments whatever you've got Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalkuk there's a contact page and information in your show notes so take a look at that Huh. Alright, bit of a break from Man United. Got plenty of other stuff to do though. Uh, if you'd like to find those other podcasts that we do, there's loads of them. There still will be plenty going out. Um, you can find those all on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find us on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk. If you want to support the podcast Entertainment Talk, you can either listen to more episodes that we've done. There's plenty of them available. Uh, past, future, present. Uh, past, present, future. Uh, so you can have a look at those. Uh, you can even listen to more episodes. You can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find our content, either by just telling them or by using things like social media as well. That helps us out. 
Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcasts, review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, for all those things. Um, yeah, for Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers. Uh, for your TV and your film news, you can go over to geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. There is a new Geektown Radio out for today, the 15th of March, so a Tuesday. Those episodes will continue to come out on Tuesdays for the Geektown Radio TV and film news episodes from David, so check those out as well. If you want some fun stuff, we like fun, don't we? We like we don't like having fun losing in the Champions League in the first opportunity that we get. If you want to have some fun over on Twitch, Bex has a lot of fun streams, including the Tomb Raider stuff. You know, good old classic retro games and those sorts of things. Uh, you can find her over on Twitch uh, at Trista B Y T E S. Go and give her a follow over there. You can also follow me on Twitch as well. If you want to see a Man United team that's doing a bit better, actually, um, I'm currently doing my FIFA 22 career mode uh that should be taking place on thursday um this week again continuing with that i think i've done two episodes so far those are on the youtube channel but you can follow me on twitch uh etalk uk are going to be doing her uh, a horizon stream tomorrow so for wednesday the 16th uh, and then look out for those in the future if you've missed those streams of course you can find them archived on youtube entertainment talk plays and as well as some cod game clips and that sort of thing. So take a look at those. YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Alright. I'm going to go and see what other people think of this game. Probably nothing very good. Um, and then I'm going to play some Horizon. And enjoy some good content. Alright. Thanks very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye. See you in about two and a half weeks for the United Cast. If not, episodes in between. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you for the remaining Premier League games soon. Thanks. And goodbye.